Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Um, as always, I want to acknowledge and to begin with um, creating space and honoring two um, powerful groups um, with whom I'm um, blessed with the opportunity to lead into the into 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 the space here in Miami, but also into the virtual space. So the Miami space here uh, movement, breathe life, breathe life is something that I've been incredibly passionate about for several years now, and we hold beautiful. Um, events and spaces um, around Miami and I'm so honored every time we create space I'm working on something for this June so I'm excited to get back out there with the tribe and the other is Headcase which is our online um, or my online coaching community Um, also looking to revamp and update that in the very near future as well so I can get back up there on online and connect with my tribe um, from around the world so thank you um, all um, thank you all for uh, for for tuning in and for those of you who are a part of those two communities you guys hold a special place in my heart for you for those of you who are listening to this and are not a part of either one of those communities this is my personal invitation to you to get curious and explore what it could potentially look like for you to feel and to connect with people who are equally on their path and their journey to to greatness and for whatever reason find a lot of value and connection and love and integrity in the spaces that we try to create so um, check it out I think you'll find a perfect home and what we've been able to create together I always say this is um, an intention that flows through me it's not something that I take complete on ownership of as far as this is my thing this is something that we do together Um, so I'm always honored and I'm always proud of what we were able to establish Um, so for so for today's um, show we're going to talk a lot about emotional mastery so four steps to emotional mastery um, from a recent piece of literature that I read called inner mastery it's you know it's something that I've been utilizing with my coaching clients um, recently um, because you know you don't really think about not not just so much the complexities of different emotional states, but how consistent one has to be um, when it comes to just being aware of the different ways in which we flow or inter, you know interchange between um, a multitude of emotional spaces throughout the course of 24 hours. Um, I also think it's interesting when you think about the vast amount of different emotions that they are. I mean, you get so hung up on just a few that you forget 
um, the, the the range of the rainbow is so vast. So we'll explore um, we'll explore that um, in today's episode. Um, but what I want to do, as always, as always, um, I want to make sure that um, we start today's episode with uh, a word. So the word for today, you know, I just I, I just googled it just now. It's retiring, retiring, right? So if you look at the definition for retiring, it says. Wait, wait, what do you say? Here we go. What's the meaning? To withdraw from an action or danger. Retreat, to withdraw, especially from privacy, retire from a room, to move back. Okay, so these are all kind of like Webster Dictionaries um, definition for retire. Um, but for me, I want to speak specifically to withdraw from one's position in o- or occupation. Conclude one's working professional career. So the reason why I just, as I started today's episode that showed up for me it showed up for me in my meditation this morning when i was thinking about how i always perceived retirement as being kind of like the end of the journey um the end of um my relationship with the working world my purpose my um impact my ability to be able to contribute to the society um to find something that i find nurturing and and healing in a way that i can show up and be of value retiring being the end of the culmination of everything that i was in that space and what I shifted my meaning or my understanding is I've really been thinking about it, like all the things that I've retired from up until this point, right? Instead of using that relationship with the word and seeing it more so as something that's kind of like ahead of me or something that I can forecast ahead of time, like what my, what my world or what my life experience would be like when I'm at an age of retirement, looking at all the things that I allowed myself to fully retire from, and to shift the way in which I view myself, to expand the way in which I view myself. I'm no longer an athlete, right? Or I guess I'll always be an athlete in my mind, but I'm no longer the football player, Fahim, right? You retire from that and then you get to the mover, Fahim, right? Where you're working in corrective exercise and then you become the yoga instructor, Fahim. And then you have all these different iterations of how you hold space and how you heal and connect, right? And and it's all leading block upon block, block upon block, to what I feel is is my calling and, and my purpose. And, you know, so when I think about what allows me to fully show up um, with in- integrity and onus of where I'm at right now in my life and where I'm at right now in my journey is fully allowing myself to truly surrender and retire from those other aspects of my journey and being able to attribute or to withdraw or to extract as much love and value from those experiences, but allowing myself to grow beyond them. And it may not necessarily resonate with you, but I've always, well, I'll I'll rephrase it. I'll be more intentional. In the past, I've had a challenge with allowing myself to step into new spaces because of the enormous amount of self-worth and identity that comes with attaching myself to what it is that I'm doing now. Right. So fully allowing myself to retire is something that really resonated with me. So I hope it lands with you Um, when you think about. So kind of segueing into the four steps of emotional mastery. So 
you know, I always say, you know, I want to use my podcast as a way of expressing whatever's showing up for um, in my work um, from um, my work with clients or, you know, whether it's something that I'm doing on a cor- corporate level or in, in the sports space. And one of the conversations that's been showing up a lot has been around emotional mastery. Like, you know, I have friends of mine who are coaches that's, that specialize in this space of emotional or EQ, right? And I think having a profound relationship with understanding um, the complexities and, 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 and the layers of emotion is so powerful. I think me personally, I've expanded my relationship to some of those emotions that I didn't necessarily always make space for or make room for, right? I think that I've had a kind of like a love-hate relationship with certain emotions and I kind of was taught or was told or was mirrored that certain emotions come with shame and judgment, right? So I'm not allowing myself to feel sadness or hurt or or shame or, or um, guilt or anxiety or fear, right? Um, as a man, you're supposed to, you're allowed to connect to anger, right? But all those other things, for me at least, what was mirrored, what was communicated is that I couldn't take ownership of those things. So whenever it showed up for me and I felt insecure or I felt sad or, you know, I didn't necessarily always create the most healthiest relationship with that. And I always felt like it was more important for me to kind of push it away and hide it in some corner somewhere. So my relationship and expanding beyond that to where now I know that there's beauty in being able to be intentional about the space that you allow yourself to feel those things. And I try to coach from that place now. You know, and so when I came across the four steps, um, I thought it was so powerful and I wanted to, you know, I started with sharing it with clients and they started resonating with it profoundly. And we had some really beautiful, powerful conversations as a result of it. So I want to just kind of go through it um, briefly what you guys hear on this platform. So maybe you guys can access it later, um, later on on your journey, wherever you are. Um, So out of the four steps, step one says be aware moment by moment of your emotional state. Right. So I won't get into all the language under that, but just speaking specifically to the first step awareness. Right. I always say that, you know, anything in life that you're in pursuit of or that you want to shift away from or shift into everything begins at the foundational level of awareness. Right. To become aware is to be a conscious living being. Right. So I think so much in our lives are conditioned and set around just working and operating on autopilot mode that a lot of times that becoming aware, shifting into that awareness is such a powerful first step, right? So, you know, for step one to be be aware, I can 100% land and connect to that because I think especially something like an emotional state, I don't know if we're always aware of that. I, I know for me in the work that I've kind of like shared with clients is that a lot of times you're not aware when that emotional when that when that emotional um, frequency begins to shift. You don't see yourself becoming irritated until you're irritated. You don't see yourself tapping into anger until you're ready to kind of like topple over. You don't see yourself um, feeling insecure until you're in that moment or a little further away from having those insecure moments. So being aware in the here and now is a beautiful first step to really mastering and, uh, and better understanding what those emotions in your life are trying to communicate to you and how you can utilize them and access them um, to the best of your ability. Um, the second step says access whether your emotional response in any given situation is appropriate by exploring um, a few different scenarios and then goes through um, 
Um, is, these, is this emotion counterproductive? Um, um, is it both relevant and useful? Are you experiencing certain emotion that you can really benefit from? So, you know, step two, assessing, assessing whether um, the emotional response to any given situation is appropriate. You know, I thought that was an interesting one. I mean, because I don't I don't know if naturally I go into equating whether or not it's appropriate. I think this step gave me the greatest opportunity for growth to just kind of be in 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 re, like in, in retrospect to kind of like look inward, like self like self explore self and get curious about how I meet each emotional state and making sure that. You know, is the emotion that I'm arriving at, is it real? Is it what I'm really experiencing in that moment? Or is this the story or is it a narrative that I'm taking and I'm making meaning to this experience that has me hung up on this emotional state? So really de- really determining and getting clear about whether or not this emotion is, is appropriate. Um, although it was something that I've never really explored before, I felt like it gave me the greatest opportunity for growth. So um, I took on that opportunity and I thought that was a really powerful um second step step three dial the emotions down or up based off of what you discovered right so you know how to dial emotions up and down right or down and up right i think because i work in a competitive space you know as athletes you hear them go through all the time their process with dialing their emotional state up, right? You see them rubbing themselves up, mentally locking in and engaging and bringing in certain intensity. They talk about in this book how physically putting ourselves in certain positions, making the face of the intensity or trying to embody physically the emotional state can actually physiologically and emotionally shift us into that frequency. So by you standing strong in a powerful stance, I think Brene Brown talks about the superwoman pose before she goes onto her onto her talk so there's already scientifically been a connection to our physical state impacting our physiological or our emotional state right so I, I'm accustomed to seeing athletes dial up all the time dial down is something that I want to start really shifting my awareness to um, I've always had a relationship where Sometimes I get so far along on that path of whatever I'm experiencing emotionally um, that in the moment it's hard for me to really calibrate where I'm at and really take a full assessment of where I'm at. And if I'm operating in a place or if I'm being triggered or if I'm being pulled off task by an emotional state, I really struggle with being able to kind of like dial down and, and kind of take a step back, you know, especially when operating from anger. And one of the biggest things that I do for me is withdrawal, like being able to kind of like go for a walk or disconnect. That helps me kind of get back to neutral. Um, it Sometimes it draws, it, it drives my wife crazy or someone else that I'm in an argument with or I'm in a heating conversation with because they feel like I'm leaving them kind of high and dry. But it creates a space for me to separate myself from that triggering experience so that I can show up in the way that that falls within the integrity of how I want to show up. So I guess that's a version of, of um, how I dial down. I'm curious, like, how many people can relate to that and whether or not you guys have a practice that work for you. I know different people take showers, take naps, listen to soothing music. None of those things resonate with me, um, but definitely creating space to separate, um, detaching myself from that triggering experience is something that really helps me. And it says, finally, the final step, step four, is direct your emotion towards 
towards a productive end. Again, you see it in the in the in the space of competitive sports all the time. Obviously, they're trying to utilize that emotional state and they're trying to direct it to the productive end, which is the desired outcome of the game. And you don't necessarily see it as much in any other realm, right? The corporate space, you don't see anyone revving themselves up before a big speech or or a big presentation. If if anything, you're trying to they're almost trying to connect and, and kind of dial down the emotional state. But I guess even then you're trying to arrive more at an emotional neutral. So I guess you're using it as a in a productive way. So, yeah, so I guess I can kind of go kind of either or I, I think accessing what I want my desired outcome to be and being intentional and landing in what I'm feeling emotionally at that moment and choosing which emotional state's gonna help my desired outcome and utilizing my emotions from a productive end is something that's new in my relationship with my emotions, but I think it's something that could be hugely beneficial the more I begin to connect with and adapt these four elements or these four steps. So for me, I kind of felt like step four gave me the greatest kind of like growth potential going forward as far as, okay, this is something that I can look forward to exploring, being more intentional about where I'm directing these emotions or how I can use it in a more productive manner. Um, but nonetheless, all four resonated with me. So I hope it um, I hope it lands um, wherever you are in your life, on your journey. Maybe it's something that stands out to you that you can also pick up along your way. Um, and yeah, thank you for tuning in. And as always, see ball, think ball. Cheers.